Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to cover some things that adding a large amount of chlorine will likely cure. And one of the biggest mistakes I think people make is by adding too little chlorine in certain situations. So I'm going to go over different scenarios for you and go over why adding a lot more chlorine than you think would really move the needle and why not adding enough chlorine will not do what you think it's going to do. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I'm well aware of the inflation in the industry and the fact that you have to be kind of conservative when it comes to adding chlorine to pools. And I get that. I understand that you know, if you put too much chlorine in on a regular basis, you're actually wasting money, wasting resources. But there are those situations where if you're penny pinching or maybe you're just ignorant of how much chlorine is necessary to turn something around, and you'll learn all this by experience. When I say ignorant, I don't mean to imply that you're not smart in some situation or some way, but you may not have the situational experience, so to speak, in order to cure something or turn something around without doing it before in the past. And you'll learn all this as you're doing it. It's kind of counterintuitive, I think, when I say you kind of learn the amount of chlorine it takes to turn something around when you make a mistake and put too little in. And I think that's a great place to start because then you'll realize or you'll learn from your mistakes. But of course, it's always wiser to learn from others' mistakes. I'll go over some scenarios where I've kind of misdosed the pools on my route and things that I've learned from that. I'll share one story here real quick. And it's the fact that you want to use your own chemicals when you're doing any kind of turnaround on a green pool. I got a call for a green pool one time and the customer was like, well, I have all this Clorox bleach that I have by the pool deck for you. No need to worry about putting your own chemicals in. And I was kind of a rookie. I didn't really know what I was doing. And sure, you know, I knew Clorox bleach was the same as liquid chlorine in some respects. And I poured about 20 of these Clorox bleaches in the pool because I knew it was weaker. I knew enough back then to know that the percentage was weaker than regular liquid chlorine that we use on the pool route. And I poured these in. And then I realized that they had zero effect because usually when I pour chlorine into a pool that's green, I'm going to see something right away. And I thought that the Clorox looked kind of weird because it wasn't coming out with any kind of tint to it. It was just coming out like water. And I looked at the bottles more carefully And I noticed that they were from the Dollar General store and that they were expired and expired for a long time, that is. And of course, pouring all those in wasted my time, had no effect. And basically, it's one of those things where I learned that I got to use my own chemicals. I can't use chemicals that are on site at the customer's house. You don't know how old it is, how long it's been sitting there, and you don't know how effective it's going to be. So I just use my own chemicals in a case where green pool cleanup is necessary Now, there's a chemical that I really like, which is kind of hard to get in this day and age of uh, trichlor shortage. 
and that's the Hasa Algeban. If you find this stuff, it works really well in cleaning up a green pool, of course, for black algae. And in a lot of those cases, it works highly effective. You just have to be careful with it because it could stain the pool surface. So you only want to use the Hasa Algeban in a white plaster pool or an older color plaster pool. Maybe in some cases you can use it in an older Pebble Tech pool, but I would shy away from using it in anything but a white plaster pool. And the good thing is that most of the pools in my area are white plaster. They're older. So the Hasa Algeban is really effective. You just don't want it to pile up in the corners or in certain areas on the bottom because it could stain the plaster and burn the plaster. It's basically a trichlor tablet in granular form. And if you ever had a trichlor tablet fall onto the pool surface, you know that it'll burn the surface because of the cyanuric acid in there. It has a pH of like 4 or lower. And so you definitely don't want to pile this stuff up. But if you sprinkle it in and you broadcast it carefully... And of course, you want to wear a mask because you're just basically dealing with granular trichlor. So if the wind picks up and blows it in your direction, you're going to really get a good whiff of it. You don't want that, of course. So wear a mask. And I like leaving the pool equipment off when I do this. That way it all settles to the bottom. And that's a chance to sit on the algae and really kill it and bring that chlorine level up really high. So if you have a 10-pound bucket of algaban, it's usually good for a 15,000-gallon pool, especially if the pool is green or has a lot of mustard algae. Even if you can't see at the bottom, I like to broadcast and sprinkle it in there. Leave the pool off for a few hours or 24 hours, depending on if you're going to go back the next day. You're going to see a significant difference in the pool using this one product. And it's going to bring the chlorine level up to like 50 parts per million. And I think that's the key. You want to bring the chlorine level up to a level beyond what you think you're going to need. Many years ago, the trouble-free pool form came up with a method called SLAM. And basically, this entails raising the chlorine level up to the appropriate level and keeping it there, mind you. And that's the key here, is that if you're a homeowner, you can definitely do this, no problem. And keeping the level of free chlorine at a certain point means adding chlorine every day and bringing, keeping it up because the algae and the pool conditions are going to, of course, use up a lot of the chlorine. And by adding it and keeping it at that high parts per million, the whole week is the key. So if you're doing a green pool cleanup or an algae cleanup of sorts, you know, if they have a lot of mustard algae, you want to return the next day and make sure that chlorine level is elevated to the point. And they have a chart here on their website, the Trouble Free Pools website. And if you look up the SLAM, it'll you'll find it just by Googling it. Just type in uh, TFP SLAM method and you'll find the articles on it. But basically, based on your cyanuric acid level, is how high you want to keep the chlorine level in the pool. And since most pools that have kind of algae problems or turn green have a high cyanuric acid level, I'll just read off basically from their chart. If the cyanuric acid level is 80 parts per million, you want to keep the chlorine level at 30 parts per million during this process. If you're at 100 parts per million, you definitely want to keep it at the recommended 39 or just say 40 parts per million. And that way you don't have to really worry about putting too little in. And the reason why they base it on cyanuric acid, if you've heard any of the podcasts that I've done with Bob Lowry, the late Bob Lowry, he talks a lot about the cyanuric acid level and the relationship to free chlorine and how you're going to need a lot more free chlorine than you think as the cyanuric acid level ticks up. And there's a formula that he came up with that basically says you need to have 7.5% of free chlorine per your cyanuric acid level. If the cyanuric acid level is 100 parts per million, you're going to need 7.5 parts per million of chlorine, free chlorine, just to maintain that pool and keep it algae-free. 
And of course, you're going to need to add a lot more if there's algae in there and if you want to clear it up. And that's why people have the misconception that, okay, I have a pool that has mustard algae. I'm going to pour one gallon of liquid chlorine in there because I looked at these charts online and it says one gallon is going to bring the level of my chlorine up to 10 parts per million. And that's going to be plenty to take care of the algae. And so the key you have to remember, and if you refer to the chart on the SLAM method, is that you're going to have to keep that level at that point every day until the problem is corrected, whether it be a cloudy pool because of the combined chlorine after a pool party, or a green pool or a pool with mustard algae. The key is to keep that free chlorine level up day after day until it's cleared up in order for it to be effective. So if you even if you add the right amount of chlorine, let's say that you put in five gallons of liquid chlorine in the pool, you drop it on a Monday because the pool had a lot of mustard algae and it looked like it was really bad and it was turning cloudy. And when you brush it, it turned really ugly and you added the chlorine to the pool, knowing that that's enough to raise it to 30 parts per million, no problem, or 40 parts per million. But then you don't go back the next day or the day after that. And by that next Monday, you get over there, the chlorine zeroed out and the algae may even be worse. And you're wondering, well, I put in plenty of chlorine to kill it. What's the problem? Well, you didn't. it didn't hold at that level the whole week long. A lot of it was used up killing the algae. And so by the time you got back there a week later, chances are it may have zeroed out on a Wednesday or Thursday that week. And then the rest of the week, it had no chlorine. And the algae was able to bloom again and thrive in that pool. That's why when I'm doing a green pool cleanup, I always go back the next day just to hit the pool again and slam it one more time to make sure it has plenty of chlorine. And you may be throwing in a lot of chlorine on that green pool thinking that it's going to be fine. So let's give you an example here of a 15,000 gallon pool that's green. And I, I would clean the filter, of course, and then I would go ahead and shock the pool and bring it up to about 50 parts per million. I like to go a little over 30 parts per million. And then by the next day when I get there, chances are it could be zeroed out in a lot of cases, or it could be really low, maybe three to five parts per million. And that's definitely not enough to keep it the whole week. And so by shocking it again and bringing the coin back up to 30 or 50 parts per million, I know for sure that I'm going to be able to make it to the next week pretty easily on that pool. Sometimes I'll clean the filter again or backwash it. But you want to make sure you do a return visit so you can hit it again. Because a lot of the initial chlorine you put in there is going to be used up by that green pool. And you may think you put plenty in there, but it may not be enough, in fact, if you don't go back the next day and check it. So this is kind of a variation on the SLAM method because as a pool service provider, you can't really go to the pool every day of the week to make sure the chlorine level is up at the certain point. So by doing like a super SLAM, I guess you would call it, going one day and then the next day after that is very effective and also raising the chlorine level up a lot higher than what they recommend on the trouble-free pool site is a great way to kind of do the slam method without going there every day of the week. And again, you know, if they call for 30, 30 parts per million in the pool and you're only going to be there for two days, I would definitely put 50 parts per million in the first day, go back the next day and bring it back up again to 50 parts per million, and then you'll be fine. Of course, no one can swim in that pool, so make sure you let the customer know, leave a sign on the gate, that the pool can't be used because the chlorine level is too high and it'll take about a week for it to drop back down to a certain level. Especially when you use the Algeban product, you want to make sure you note that there's no swimming allowed because that chlorine level is going to be really elevated. In most cases, the pool looks pretty ugly anyway. The customer is not going to go in there within that first week when you're doing a green pool cleanup or if you have a lot of mustard algae and you're turning the pool around. 
Another scenario that requires a lot of chlorine is when the pool filter is not running effectively. So let's say you have a pool, you took over the account, and it has a D filter, and you notice that the grids are leaking, you put a scoop of D in the skimmer, and it comes right back in the pool. And you may think, well, I'll just put one or two gallons of liquid chlorine in there, I'll put a couple tablets in there, and that should be okay for the week. Even though the filter has a hole in it, I'm going to get the grids put in, I'll be back maybe four or five days later to do that, and everything will be fine. Chances are, that's not going to be effective, because the filtration is a key a key factor or one of the pillars in how the pool is going to look water quality wise. And when that's not working, the other two pillars are ineffective. Circulation and your pool chemistry are not going to work effectively if the filtration is not working. And you'll be surprised that if you put two or three gallons of liquid chlorine in the pool, come back the next week, that pool's going to look a lot worse because the filter wasn't working effectively. And believe it or not, once you get those grids fixed or get the filter working, you're going to see a dramatic turnaround in that pool as far as the amount of chlorine you're using and the fact that it holds the chlorine really well. So the filtration is something that can't be overlooked. And if you do run into a situation where you have poor filtration and you can't correct it right away, say you have to order the cartridge because it is not in stock or they don't have the grids available and it's going to take three or four days, I would suggest bringing that chlorine level up to 20 to 30 parts per million and setting it so that it stays that way until it gets to that point, whether that means using more tablets or bringing the chlorine up in that pool to, you know, say 40 or 50 parts per million, because you're going to know that a lot of that's going to go away during the week. If you don't, if you can't get back there to fix that filter within three or four days, or maybe if you have to wait till the following week, you want to treat that like a green pool, basically, because without the filter working effectively, that's essentially what's going to happen if you don't keep that chlorine level up pretty high in that pool. A pool in the summertime with really poor filtration could turn really ugly really quickly. And then you have the situation where let's say you had a pool party and or if you had a customer who had a pool party over the weekend and there was like 20 Boy Scouts in there swimming and very few of them went out to go to the bathroom or take a bathroom break and you know what that means. And I had a customer one time, I was trying to be as diplomatic as possible without just outright saying, hey, you know, did the kids ever get out of the pool to go to the bathroom? But he came out and confronted me. He's like, hey, the pool looks terrible. You know, I can't see the bottom. I had a pool party. And, you know, why am I paying for service if the pool looks like this? And he kept on me about it. And then I basically turned to him and said, well, you had how many kids in the pool? And he said, well, you know, it was like 15 kids in the pool. And I said, how long were they in there for? Like four or five hours. And I go, did any of the kids get out to go to the bathroom? And he kind of looked at me like, ah, uh, yeah. But of course, you got to be careful because you can't, you know, be too hard on the person's kids. People are really sensitive about their kids and their friends. So you don't want to be like, hey, man, you know, uh, it'd be nice if they didn't pee in the pool. But you got to just be very diplomatic, kind of let them come to their own conclusions in some cases. So a pool with a lot of combined chlorine, especially one where people have been urinating in it, it becomes a problem. And you, if you think that you can turn it around by just putting one or two gallons of chlorine in there, you're going to be sorely mistaken. If you do the test for combined chlorine, you're going to see sometimes it's going to tell you to put an outrageous amount of chlorine in there to break it. And that's the case in a lot of pools that have the combined chlorine. And you can tell right away if it has combined chlorine just by the smell of the pool. You know, it smells like Windex or ammonia. And if you're at a hotel or some kind of resort and you smell that kind of Windex ammonia smell, people mistake it for, hey, there's chlorine in the pool. It must be safe to swim in. When in fact, chlorine is kind of odorless in most cases. Of course, you're going to smell the trichlor tablets and you open the bucket and the calhypo, but 
inside the pool itself, the chlorine should be odorless. You shouldn't be able to smell it. And what you're smelling is a combined chlorine. So it may take a massive amount of chlorine to break the combined chlorine. So in the situation here where they had a party, I told the customer, I'm going to go ahead and superchlorinate the pool. Um, please don't have anyone going in the pool for two or three days. And I put a massive amount of chlorine in there. I brought it up to 30 parts per million. And then you want to run the pool longer in a lot of cases where they have had a party because one of the elements of the pool recovering is circulation. And so double that run time and that pool will turn around nicely. But if you don't take the combined chlorine seriously and treat it, it's not going to go away and it's going to get progressively worse because unless you break that combined chlorine, it's not going to go away on its own. And the chlorine that's in there is ineffective and you're going to just kind of have a vicious cycle. So you want to break that by bringing the chlorine level up to a really high level. And if you're kind of doubting like, okay, did I put enough chlorine in there? I would say put more in because you you never can have too much chlorine in the pool in a situation like this. It'll burn off by itself over time. And a lot of it's going to be used up with that combined chlorine. Same thing with a pool with algae or green pool. When you put that chlorine in and bring it to 50 parts per million, you may be thinking, wow, it's going to take a month for this to go down. It may just take one day for it to go down to like five parts per million. So don't underestimate how much chlorine it's going to take to turn pools around in certain situations. It's going to take a lot more than you think. And I think this analogy is pretty accurate when it comes to kind of correlating what I'm talking about here with the amount of chlorine and not putting enough. If you ever had ants invade your kitchen, let's say one morning you wake up and you see one or two ants by the sink, you don't think it's a big deal, so you just kill them. And then later in the day you see a few more ants and you kill them, but you don't really treat it, you don't really take it seriously. But when you wake up the next morning, it's like there's black everywhere on the counter. There's like a thousand ants trailing everywhere, everywhere you can see are trails of ants. And that's kind of like how it is with a pool with algae, green algae, a pool that's cloudy. Unless you really get at it right away and treat it, those one or two ants can expand to a thousand within 24 hours, 48 hours. By the end of the week, that pool's going to look worse than it looked before. And this goes also when you're treating the pool for algae. If you're using a sodium bromide product, you don't put enough chlorine in there to counter the sodium bromide, you can have the same problem. So if you're using yellow treen in the pool or another sodium bromide product, and you don't add enough chlorine to counter that, you can have a worse situation than you had before. And I think a lot of pool service companies are moving away from the sodium bromide because of that reason, because their techs can't add the right amount without kind of messing things up by not adding the right amount of chlorine. And I don't recommend it for you if you're learning how to do pool service. It is something that's more of an art form than anything when you're using the sodium bromide and liquid chlorine to kind of kill the algae. But there are, of course, other effective ways to kill algae in the pool. And just by bringing the chlorine level up to 30 parts per million, 40 parts per million, sustaining that for a few days until the algae is killed is an effective way. You're not going to kill the algae by bringing the chlorine level up from, say, zero to three to five parts per million, that's not going to move the needle in a lot of cases. That chlorine is going to be used up pretty pretty rapidly, especially if it's the middle of summer, the UV index is high, the water temperature is warmer, it's not going to be effective. And so you're going to use a lot more chlorine than you think you're going to use in a lot of cases. And the case in point, if you have a pool that's not functioning correctly, or if there's a pool party, or if it has a little bit of algae, you don't treat it correctly, and then algae blooms up to a lot of algae. So a lot of times, these algae blooms or the pool getting worse 
could have been avoided by just using the right amount of chlorine at the beginning. And by what I mean by the right amount of chlorine is bringing it up to that shock level based on the cyanuric acid level in your pool. So you want to test the pool to see what your cyanuric acid level is at. Most of the time you're going to find that it's elevated in pools with a lot of problems. So that's a pretty easy formula. And then you want to bring the pool up to that shock level. And then you want to maintain that shock level for a long period of time in order for that pool to turn around, the algae to be killed, the pool not to be cloudy anymore. And it takes maybe two or three days of that shock level, maybe even a week of it. You won't know until you do it. And if you're a homeowner, you can definitely do the slam method by trouble-free pools. You can add the chlorine every day to keep it at that shock level. For a pool service, you can't do that. So you're going to have to kind of do the super slam method where you put a lot of chlorine in the first day, go back after 24 hours, or go back the third day and hit it again to keep that chlorine level up and bring it up. And that's really effective in a lot of time, in a lot of cases of killing the algae, turning a green pool around, turning a cloudy pool, pool around. And of course, if there's something wrong with the filtration, getting that working is the key. And if you have high phosphate levels, treating the phosphates is also a key to getting that pool turned around. There may be a lot of reasons why the pool has algae or why it turned green. But one thing that can really help turn things around is adding the proper amount of chlorine. And when you don't add the proper amount of chlorine, or if you're kind of thinking, well, you know, it's really expensive if I add these three extra gallons of liquid, you're probably going to have to do it because what's going to happen if you don't, the pool's not going to be cured. And whatever you added in there is going to be ineffective. It's going to cost you more money in the long run to bring it back up to a higher chlorine level anyway. So you might as well do it all at the beginning. And if you want to err on the side of caution, always put more chlorine in than less chlorine. That's going to really move the needle. And worst case scenario, just tell the customer they can't swim in the pool for a few days. And that's what I would normally do anyway when I'm super chlorinating the pool. So I wouldn't rely on precise calculations. If you go to like to the poolcalculator.com and it gives you the amount of chlorine to bring it up to a certain amount, that's perfectly fine to use that to get that amount. But keeping it elevated is the key to success when you're trying to turn a pool around. It's not just adding the initial amount to bring it to that, but it's keeping it at that level until, again, the algae is killed or the pool becomes clear again. And that's one of the key elements that you have to be aware of. It's not just putting massive amounts of chlorine in, but keeping the chlorine level at a high enough level for that period of time to turn that pool around. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon, if you're interested in enhancing your business, you can join my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. You can learn more about that. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.